The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm here. Welcome to the broadcast. How in the world are you? 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Now, most would say, isn't that, is that a beer? No. No. This is a Coca-Cola Zero. Okay? Coca-Cola Zero. No, there's no alcohol mixed in. You don't need alcohol to enjoy an ice-cold Coca-Cola Zero. Now, has there been a, I, did I miss like a, a recall or something on Coke Zero? Because for a while, here in the Metroplex, DFW, there was kind of a a lack of Coke Zeros, a shortage, if you will. And some of the big box stores like uh, Sam's Club and Costco uh, did not have the cases of Coca-Cola Zero. And some of the grocery chains uh, did not have uh, Coca-Cola Zeros at all. They had, once in a while, you'd have uh, some 12-packs. And once in a while, you'd have a couple 20-packs. But there were, that was it. And so uh, I'm just wondering what uh, was there, revamping? Uh, even the big box stores were, uh, you know, where you have, uh, and not not only the big box store, but the the petrol stations like Racetrack and QT. You know how they have uh, the soda fountains, the soda, and you go up and you get, you know, Pepsi, Coke, Coke Zero. Uh, there was no Coke Zero. I about went through the roof at Sam's Club because I thought, oh, okay, no problem. I can, you know, at least I'll get an ice-cold Coke, Coke Zero on ice from the soda fountain, even though I prefer to have a separate can or bottle. The soda, eh, I mean, the soda Coke Zero is, if the syrup is new, it's okay. And if I mix the proper ice, it has to be just right, though. Sometimes I screw it up. I know it's a surprise. They didn't even have that. I couldn't believe there was no Coke Zero. I I had I, I put uh, couldn't believe it. Now uh, maybe Coca Cola had a glutton of Diet Coke that they needed to get rid of before it went out of date, which is very possible. So instead of creating Coke Zero, more Coke Zero, they just we'll let Coke Zero run out and then they'll have to buy Diet Coke. And we'll just force them to buy Diet Coke and drink Diet Coke until that, until we get the almost out of date ones gone, and then we'll create some more Coke Zero. That's possible that that could have happened. <laughs> yeah. Or some of the grocery chains, instead of having the big cases, some of the grocery chains, grocery chains had purchased uh, pallets of 12 packs and 20 packs at a deal, and those were starting to get out of date. So instead of creating more of the giant cases, they said, okay, well, we'll let the 
grocery chains sell out of the sodas they've got in the back so they don't go out of date. Because what the grocery chains will do, the stores, at least back in the old time days, if Coke had a sale on uh, cases of Coca-Cola for, you know, $2 a 12-pack, and you had a, and they would be running a sale for your chain at, you know, whatever, $3 a 12-pack or whatever it is. So you buy 10 pallets, let's say, for example, of, of Coca-Cola's at $2 a case. Well, what you do is you want to order a little bit more so that when the Coke goes back to regular price, you're selling some of the Coca-Cola you purchased at the sale price. So you're making a tad bit more money on the same product. Uh, maybe that was the case. I don't know. But I just, I'm glad that we're back to the uh, plethora. Of Coke Zeros in the DFW area. So I heard Michael Pelka do a story about uh, a Middle East airline who's decided that they're going to try to auction off empty seats um, for their airline if people want to fly. It's a Middle Eastern airline uh, based in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, They said in a statement that customers would be able to bid for the seats at the time of booking with successful offers being confirmed 30 hours prior to departure. So you could bid on a seat next to you and it would be your seat. It would be empty and no one would be there. Well, I'm surprised. Now, he told the story of uh, Montel Williams, but uh, am I missing something that if I wanted to buy another seat next to me and I mean, why can't I? They They make me if they think that I'm... Oh, you're obese and have to buy an extra seat. They make me buy that. So if I bought the seat next to me and just wanted it to be open, uh, you know, so. And then if you're on the plane, I mean, I've flown on a number of flights and not in the last couple of years. But uh, prior to that, uh, when the airlines used to have, you know, a couple of extra flights more more than they do now because they like to keep them, you know, overbooked now so that every plane has, you know, 18 zillion people on it and you're shoved in there, you know, shoulder to shoulder and nut to butt and that's the way it goes. And you get dragged off if, if they have a pilot that has to get on. Not that that happens. But uh, if you get on a plane and let's say I sit down in row B and row B has two people in it. Me and another person. And yet, uh, in back five rows, there's three or four rows open. Well, either after the plane takes off or if the uh, stewardess, the stewardess allows it, I know it's the flight attendant. It's the flight attendant. I got it. Don't look at me like that. If they allow it, you can just go back there and sit. Just go back there and sit so everybody has more space. I've flown a bunch of flights like that. That's ridiculous. The airlines are starting to get out of control. I'll tell you that right now. And I'm still pissed at the guy that got drug off the plane. I, I'm pissed at him. I'm mad at the people, the other people on the plane that had such a, oh my God, I can't believe what they're doing. I'm mad at them. I'm mad at the airlines for dragging them off. 
Because the guy should have never been drunk off. He should have got off on his own. The people on the airplane are so upset. Why didn't one of them stand up after the fourth or fifth time that they said, we're going to have to drag you off, you know, get off the plane. And he said all through the time, I can't get off. I'm not going to get off. I'm not going to get off. Somebody, no, somebody so heartfelt and hurt that, look, this person, he's not going to get off, and I don't want him to get drug off. You know what? I'll come off the plane. Why didn't that happen? So that whole thing. I hope they never get their business back. I'll tell you that. That's all I'm saying about the airlines. And they come in. I, I, <laughs> The flight path at DFW, they are coming in to, well, DFW has, I think, three or four actual landing strips that they use during the day. Two of them all the time. Uh, I mean, those planes are coming and going all day long. And two at a time, baby. And then they've got uh, they've got a f- couple of far ones. I mean, DFW is this huge airport. Uh, uh, actually, the land that it's on is bigger. When you think of uh, New York, I mean, think of Manhattan. DFW Airport has more land than Manhattan. Okay, so you remember that when you fly into DFW and you taxi for 18 hours before you get to the terminal, that's because you've actually landed in Montana. I mean, it's big. So, I mean, you you taxi <laughs> quite a ways, quite a ways. But that's why. But anyway, they this airport cranks it out. It's, it's amazing to me how many planes come in and out of here every day. So the airlines, when they start crying poor, I just look up and, okay. All right, yep, that's you guys. You guys are poor, that's for sure. That is for sure. All right, so what's left? You know what, I'm I was uh, I'm looking at uh, some stories about uh, when Amazon uh, bought Whole Foods and now what's going to happen and if they're going to fire all the cashiers and how they're going to – uh, what they're going to do to the industry, and uh, there's big stories on that. There's also big stories on uh, uh, now uh, if if you're in an industry, and we've talked about this before on this broadcast, if you're in an industry that hasn't been disrupted uh, the way a lot of other retail businesses have, um, it's coming. It's coming. So be ready. Over, I mean, over 58% of executives report that they have invested over $100 million in data in order to get ahead of the curve. So it's coming. And Amazon is just, you know, the first. And if you're still doing things the way you've always done them, start thinking about how to do it differently. Especially any kind of business. Oh, my gosh. You, you guys, I mean, Amazon now with Whole Foods. And, I mean, we live in, in the Metroplex. And there are a lot of places around America that aren't so close to distribution centers for Amazon. But, I mean, I can, <laughs> I can order something from Amazon Prime now on my app. It'll, it'll be here before the end of the show. And they're they what they want to do is they want to be able to just I want they want me to go yeah I'd like this case of Coke Zeros delivered you know 
and I order it, and I push order. And about two minutes later, the case drops on my house. I mean, that's what Amazon is hoping. And I, I'm a fan of that. Man, you need some more Coke Zeros? Boop. And they're at the house. I ordered, up, I mean, I ordered some books. I mean, not for me, I don't read. But some books the other day, and I mean, they're they're there. Hello, I mean, and they're there. So I'm Amazon Prime, big fan. But like Walmart's trying to catch, try to catch up a little bit. I mean, Walmart doesn't quite do that. Now you can order, you can pull up to Walmart, and they'll bring it out to your car. I mean, that's kind of nice, right? I mean, it's kind of nice. I like that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stores that are, you know, delivering now with the, with the, I'm trying to think of the one app. Ah, I can't remember the name of the app now, but you can get, they, and it's for free. Yes, you can, you know, tip the people who are delivering, but I mean, they'll, they go shopping for you. You can send them a list, they'll shop for you, bring it to the house. And if they don't have the particular product that you wanted, they'll text you. And say, hey, uh, they're out of Heinz ketchup. You want Hunt's? I mean, of course the answer is no. Go someplace else to get Heinz, dummy, is the reply. But bring it right to your house, right then and there. Hello. And for a little bit more money, need me to put this away for you too, sir? (laughs) Nope, I already got a wife. But, you know, if you don't have a wife. And now they're concerned about the malls across America. I mean, stores are closing down left and right. We've talked about it here. Brick-and-mortar stores are gone because people are able to, oh, I don't know, order on the Internet and have it delivered to their home. It's not the same as just going to the store and being able to feel the blouse and the fabric. Uh Well, there'll be a few stores for you to go to, but, uh, you know, good luck. God bless. Because Amazon will drop it on the top of your house in two hours and you'll have the blouse then and then you'll be good. Now, I believe that what was going to happen to the malls uh, is that, uh, you know, ESPN will start having drone races. They've just signed a big contract for drone races and you can start using the malls for their drone races. Those are the tracks. I know. Look, an imagination, huh? My idea. <laughs> Donald Trump's got nothing on me, I'll tell you that. But I think what they're going to what they want to do is either a they're going to take some of these malls and just completely knock them down and make warehouses because they need distribution centers for companies like Amazon like Walmart. What's left? I mean, you've got uh, Google. We every every week we think about what what's actually going to be left, and it's coming fast. Uh, Amazon, Google, Facebook. Pretty soon, uh, either Amazon or Facebook will probably buy Netflix. <laughs> Might as well. Well, Netflix sold for eight hundred and thirty-two billion dollars. It was cheap, so that wouldn't surprise me. Google or Facebook. I mean, Amazon's doing their prime uh, production, so it's it's going to be Google's turn to get uh, to buy Netflix. So you'll have a. Uh, Amazon, Google, Facebook, 
Walmart. Anyone else? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe some of the bigger grocery chains will uh they probably would they would beat Amazon. Uh with the whole food. I mean Amazon's got the whole foods, but they're not going to take on uh the major grocery chains probably. That's that's a tough sell. So you end up with maybe four or five grocery chains across America. Need distribution centers for all of those. So if you're if you are doing it things the same way as always, think again. I mean, I, the old story of uh, of uh, making a roast and cutting the the ends off the roast when you make the roast before you bake it, and the little girl says uh, asks her mom why she cuts the ends off the roast, and the mom says, "I don't know. We've always done it that way." Ask your grandma. And the little girl goes to her grandma and says, Grandma, how come we always cut the ends off the roast uh, before we bake it and put it in the oven and bake it? And the grandma says, I don't know. Ask your great-grandmother. That's the way we've always done it. Little girl goes to the great-grandmother. Says, great-grandma, how come we cut the ends off of the roast before we put it in the oven? And the great-grandma says, I used to cut it off like that because I didn't have a pan big enough. Think about it. This is The Jeff Fisher Show On the Blaze Radio Network Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. All right, so I'm scrolling through Facebook. You know, one of the four or five evil companies left. And I see a a text uh, post from uh, one of the people on my timeline who talks about lightning just hit our house and drywall just exploded all over our bathroom from the ceiling and fried an outlet. Now, I see the response from my wife. Obviously, everything's okay. And she was, uh, you know, outside taking pictures whenever there's a huge lightning storm. That's what she does. But her belief, uh, it, she won't let anybody take a shower when there's a lightning storm going on because the lightning might hit the house and you might be getting fried in the shower. And I like it never happens. I mean, it never happens. And now I got to see this in my timeline which just makes her believe that she's right. I mean, you should be able to, right? You should be able to take showers during a lightning storm. Nothing's going to happen, right? Right. Absolutely. All right, we've got Daniel on the line in Florida. We've got Greg on the line. We'll talk to them uh, when we come back on the other side. Uh, Talk a little bit about uh, what's left in uh, 
the future, the companies of the future here in America, because there's not going to be many. There's not going to be very many at all. And the sad thing is the companies that are left, at least for now, do it better. So thank you. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. How The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Power Saturday. The Blaze Radio Network. Oh, dude. Where's my music? Hey. That's Power 93 Saturday. Blaze. Take the third caller. All requests Sunday. Get your lunch hour started early. The Blaze. All right. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Greg, you are on the broadcast. Welcome to it. Yeah, hey, Jeffy. Next time you and um, Glenn and Pat and Stu are talking about all these future companies, you have to remember about the documentary with, um, what's his name, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. I believe three seashells are involved. (laughs) And... But basically, it reminds us that the only restaurant that's going to still exist will be Taco Bell. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I will remember that. It's a very important company. And, you know, look, those companies are, uh, they've got to stick around, too. We've got to think about the fast food. I mean, that's going to be tough now. They're going to have to change. I'll tell you, there are, like, McDonald's. uh, You know, we can talk about, you know, menus and all that. But there is a McDonald's in this neck of the woods that is probably the prototype of what a McDonald's should be. They've got the double drive-through, and they head them up and move them out, man. Whoever runs that store, they need to train McDonald's all over America. Because that particular McDonald's, man, you that line can be out to the road and they you it's like you pull in order and you you almost you almost don't stop i mean obviously you do but you almost don't stop through that you just go in uh, number five pay out gone they are moving and you get lulled once in a while because not far from that mcdonald's in the same lot just over a little bit is a burger king and you pull in and you think oh look at all those cars at mcdonald's there's nobody at the burger king I'll go to the Burger King. Eh, eh, bad call. Bad call. Because by the time you're out of the Burger King parking lot, uh, McDonald's parking lot has already gone through three rows of cars. They were, I mean, it's, you get lulled into this, oh, hey, nobody's at Burger King. There's a reason no one is at Burger King. Because okay? <laughs> they are not following that game plan. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. Now, I don't eat McDonald's. I'm just saying that I noticed how impressive their particular business model is. Daniel, you are on the broadcast. Welcome to it. 
Hey, Jeffy, how you doing? Today? I am fantastic. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hey, so I think I know what the future of America's mall could be if there's nice. visionary companies ready to do it. There was this building in Korea. I think they call it the 59 building. It's a huge tower. The entire thing is nothing but a self-contained entertainment complex, complete with roller coasters, arcades, restaurants, you know, Tilt-A-Whirls, stores that right. families and young people would shop at for going there for fun. You can literally go there and lose yourself for a week before you realize the time has passed. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and these malls are so huge, you could do something, you could do the same kind of thing. You know, something like that could be so popular, especially because people, um, you know, in places where the weather tends to be adverse during certain times of the year, it might have to actually make the mall bigger. Well, I mean, that's what they, I mean, that was kind of their plan with the Mall of America, right? I mean, that's, you go to the Mall of America, you get the same thing. But those, to refurbish some of the malls that are left, there's going to be an expensive, an expensive on-taking. So, I mean, if you would like to donate some money to the mall revitalization plan that I have now started, uh, it's a nonprofit organization. It's called the mallrevitalize.org. And uh, we'll take any money you got. And we're going to start revitalizing the malls across America and putting roller coasters in the mall. Checks in the mail. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So, uh, story from Florida this week. Um, it's kind of scary. Yet, I don't know that I. I don't know that it's uh, it's good and bad. Why is my? Hold on a second. I cannot continue to talk if my computer is going to run out of battery and I plugged it in. Why is it out of battery? Stop, I can't. Where the heck is the plug? Who unplugged? Did someone come in and unplug my computer? It's possible. I know it is. I know it is. I know you don't, you don't, listen. There's a reason you don't hear this kind of stuff every day. Okay. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I got it, I understand, it's okay. So, the story that I started at, which is, I mean, it's good and it's scary. So, a guy goes on vacation from uh, uh, some city in Florida, there's a ton of them, goes up in Tennessee and he's river rafting around and he loses his camera, drops it in the river, and he figures it's gone. That's gone forever. It's been a couple years. So some other guy comes along two or three years later now, fishing, netting, whatever he does, and he finds the camera. He says, hey, I wonder if the card is still good. Takes the card out. Takes it home. Plugs it in. Oh, my gosh. Look at all the pictures. We should probably try to find this person. I'm going to post some pictures on Facebook to see if anyone knows who they are. Within eight hours. Hey, that's Bill from Florida. I'll tag him. Hey, Bill, here's your pictures. Look at these. And Bill says, hey, thanks. I, you know, I want my pictures. I thought they were lost forever. And maybe someday I'll go up in Tennessee and thank you in person. So just remember. <laughs> remember what you have on your on your video file, on your photo file. 
because <laughs> I don't, what I have on my photo file, I don't want found by anyone else. And I most definitely don't want them on Facebook going, hey, is this you? Nope, it sure isn't. Well, it, I mean, it kind of looks like you. Nope, it sure isn't. And speaking of uh, Florida, you know how crazy Florida is, right? I mean, Florida is out of their mind. And Texas is, is starting to uh, starting to play a role in that uh, craziness across the United States. But Florida still is number one, uh, no question for, oh, well, so let me just say crazy stories. And so to keep us abreast of those crazy stories is uh, ChuckInFlorida.com. Greetings from Florida, Jeffy, where I will not be on tour with Bill Cosby. Oh, really? That's a shame. I will, I though. decided he, you know, I've been talked to several times about it, but I had to turn him down. Oh, that's a shame. It couldn't work out the time, money. <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so money what do you especially. Have? They'd take a lot of money. <laughs> what do you got for us? I know Bill is uh, getting ready to do a tour and so that he uh, teaches uh, young people in town halls uh, about sexual assault. And that's uh, very Well, nothing uh, exciting. quite exciting as sexual assault stories in the state of Florida yet from the crazy file however something tragic something very disheartening and and quite painful to read today oh no man ditched car after crashing into doritos truck in orlando <laughs> i'm sorry to why, say why did he ditch the, the car? doritos were not recovered no, oh there's, <laughs> nice <laughs> i'm telling you i was very scared for a while thankfully my truck comes from another neighborhood uh, not in orlando but uh yeah they you have a doritos truck they had had struck a doritos box truck uh, late in the evening uh, about 2 15 a.m when apparently the cops were in the neighborhood saw the people actually drive away in a truck following them they left the car and abandoned it there with two handguns in there apparently i guess when you got the munchies you know what are you gonna do you gotta do it i my favorite i used to have a friend that worked for lays oh and uh, I'm not saying that uh, he brought home uh, a lot bags of and bags. Uh, bags and bags of chips, but he brought home a lot of bags and bags of chips. That was a good time in my life. Sure. Anything sure. else? Oh, yeah. We got fun stuff today. Uh, deputies in the villages bust suspect of running a chop shop for golf carts and meth lab. The villages. The villages. I'm a the big fan of the villages. The largest growing city in America with 148,000 retirees <laughs> and they're all living in one large neighborhood apparently a young woman kathleen unrath decided to move in with her great uncle and take care of him while she's just running the largest meth lab in in central florida for the villages nice well, the villages i gotta tell you um there's all there's plenty of stories that doesn't surprise me at all that That's place is, is uh, uh is unbelievable yeah. Um, it it has uh, they have all kinds of um, how shall we say um, STD uh, stories, sexual disease stories. Yes, right. we'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All all the time. So it doesn't Every surprise week. me. It doesn't surprise me that uh, they're you know why not? Why not be cooking meth and uh, why not be selling oh. drugs at the at the villages? Because apparently uh, that's not all they're doing because, you know, it is the largest uh, center for golf cart sales because that's the preferred mode of transportation around there. And they really trick them out. I mean, there's some Cadillac style golf carts going around the villages. But uh, this lady was running a chop shop where apparently they found several stolen 
parts from other <laughs> other uh, golf carts in the neighborhood, and they were they were souping them up right there in the garage. Nice, yeah, That's nice. You know, and it's been uh, it's been a, a while since uh, since we've heard uh, from former Vice President Joe Biden. But it really likes the villages. At one time, he was uh, actually singing the praises of the villages. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages. Has that really been confirmed? I've heard several stories, but I mean, he's never owned up to it, has he? The villages. That's a former vice president, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, Singing uh, the villages and the how great they they are, America's friendliest hometown. And uh, does he need to own up to it? I I don't know. I mean, it kind of it really looks like him when you uh, and kind of sounded like him too. You know how how uh, good old. Uh, never mind. I'm I'm, I'm just going to leave it alone because I've seen the video enough to say if it's him, it's just scary as hell. <laughs> You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The 888-900-3393 is the phone number. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Earlier this week, we also found out uh, a little bit of uh, what was in uh, the bloodstream of Carrie Fisher, the actress. Now... I would venture to say that this is, was just, you know, she had struggled with uh, drugs for most of her life. And I think that's just to get her through the day. I mean, she had cocaine, methadone, heroin, ecstasy. And then she also had uh, some prescription drugs, Prozac, Ablify, Lamptical. What is Lam? I should have Lamptol. It's got to be for a crazy got to be for crazy we'll look it up here it's got to be for crazy and she had some oxycodone in her system which she did not have a prescription for so she just you know snagged somebody's i got a headache uh you need a hydro yeah here's a hydrocodone okay that'll sell some of my heart it'll be fine no problem uh, an anti-epileptic medication oh also called an anti-convalescent all right that's that's one she had a prescription for that Ablify and Prozac. I wonder what Ablify does. I don't. I don't want to try the other stuff, the anti-epileptic stuff, because I. Abilify, depression, bipolar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So along with uh, along with Prozac. Okay. So you now she struggled with that, but. Oh my gosh, everybody was talking, everybody had this fit of, oh, she must have been so stoned, it was so horrible. I don't think so. She was coming back from Europe. She had ecstasy and a, a trace amounts of ecstasy and heroin. So that was from some, you know, little get together a while ago. And, you know, she had a little cocaine. So the cocaine, the heroin, the ecstasy, that was all from a little party, you know, 
little get together. You do a little, who doesn't have a party and do a little heroin, a little ecstasy, maybe do a couple of rails, you know, just to get you through. And she's doing methadone. That'll, you know, that stops her from doing some of the harder other painkiller stuff. That's what they usually use. And uh, she's got her, she's got her uh, prescription drugs and uh, she takes a handful of hydros from somebody cause she's got a headache or her back hurts and she wants, you know, she doubles up the methadone with the hydro and uh, you know, she's feeling okay. She's got to fly back and uh, then she has a heart attack and uh, she never wakes up. And maybe that's why the family just wanted, uh, didn't want to give access to the toxicology reports and you only have limited access and that's what you get. Yes, our mother struggled, and that's the way it is. But uh, you know, that's all you're going to find out, because this doesn't makes her look bad enough as it is. I, you know, look, she struggled with it all her life, and she was just trying to get through the day. I feel sorry for her. I mean, that's you need that to get through the day. It's sad. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.